welcome to Pixelated Perspectives. This is Tanya, and I want to thank you so much for taking the time to tune in today. I'm welcoming back Rick Kohat, a certified holistic nutritionist, biofeedback technician, organic farmer, and my older brother. This episode is all about empowering you to take control of, to take responsibility for your health and well-being, simply by offering insights and education specifically around toxins and the plethora of poisons each and every one of us are potentially subjected to every single day and how to safely remove and detox from them. Oftentimes in life, circumstances require being viewed from alternate perspectives in order to gain new insights and awareness around them. Like stepping back from a painting of little shaded squares until it reveals the clear intended picture. Welcome to Pixelated Perspectives, the podcast intended to offer new perspectives into your health and overall well-being, explained through the lens of German New Medicine. I'm your host, Tanya Berkwin. I'm an artist, family woman, and nature and life enthusiast. So let's get into it. Rick, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for being here again. Well, thanks, Tanya, for having me back. It's a joy. Perfect. I'm actually really looking forward to what we're going to be or what you're going to be sharing, because I know how important this topic is and how impactful it is for someone to remove toxins, not only from their environment, but also from their bodies. Um, so before we begin, would you mind just giving us a really brief rundown for those who may not know you or may not have listened to your previous interview on how you became um, an expert in and a you know, a go-to practitioner for detox and, and cleansing? Well, okay. First of all, I, I wouldn't call myself an expert uh, by any stretch, but I, I guess I'm an enthusiast of uh, helping people, you know, find easier ways of being healthy and simplifying life so that you don't have to be, you know, burdened and caught up in, uh, you know, in the things that really control us. Um, and toxins are one of them for sure. Um, but I guess, you know, like I, at times in my life, obviously, as you know, I, I, uh, I had some illness issues and, you know, I had to change my diet and my lifestyle quite a bit. And I used detoxification and cleansing um, as one of the, the tools. And like most people in today's modern world, we, we consume a toxic diet we consume toxins around our life every single day. So, I mean, it just was sort of necessary for me at a certain time in my life. And, and that happened to be, you know, over a decade ago now, uh, almost uh, almost 14 years ago, I guess now. Um, but yeah, I made some significant changes and, and uh, I went from a, a place where I was being diagnosed with a serious uh, bowel disease uh, to where in six months later, I was uh, 100%. And I definitely used other things other than just toxins and nutrition. Um, but that was a big part of it for me. I was kind of stuck in this uh, toxic food rut. Um, I consumed, you know, coffee every day, lots of it, actually. Uh, pop, I used soda pop all the time. Um, you know, fast foods were a daily part of my life, uh, lots of alcohol, 
And, you know, a lot of those things had to slow down or be eliminated in order for me to, to be healthy. And I don't like it definitely sped up my journey to be healthy for sure. And when I started recognizing all of these crazy things that I was actually doing to my body, I thought to myself, well, by golly, more people need to know about this. And at the time, that's when we started our health and wellness center. Um, that's Health Street Wellness in Olds, Alberta. And we started doing these seasonal cleanse programs and it just sort of caught on. And so now every year since, I guess over a decade now, we've been doing seasonal cleanse programs and coaching people uh, to be healthy and you know, getting rid of this toxic burden in their life. And it's been wonderful. So yeah, I guess we've been doing it a long time now. We do a, a spring cleanse and a fall detox every year. And we've been doing it since uh, for 10 years, I guess now. Yeah. Yeah. That makes yeah. you definitely, you know, well oriented in this, in this field for sure. You know, what kind of bugs me about this whole area of detoxing and, you know, the poisons is the media and the mainstream narratives surrounding us every single day are all pointing to the things that are poisons and toxins for us, putting them in a light. You know, they're so accessible to everybody. Advertisements are constantly being made and pursued to obtain all these different foods like fast foods and all these processed meals in the grocery store, these, you know, super convenient <laughs> pre-made meals. And, you know, that's just one thing of the foods, but then there's also the alcohols and the coffee shops in every city corner. And, yep. you know, all of these things are just so bombarded in our life. If you're following the mainstream narrative, you know, watching TV and there's programming around this lifestyle of um, incorporating so many toxins and poisons in our life. And a lot of people just are not aware that they are poisons. So this is empowering when we realize what is actually going on. And instead of just realizing it, we need to have solutions on where to go from here. Like how can we slowly cut out the poisons so maybe you can just list a few of, you know, the toxins that most people are around each and every day. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny that you you talk about, you know, the narrative and the mainstream media and the messaging, because that is one of the toxins. And if it might be the, the main toxin that we're actually exposed to. And a lot of people think of toxins too often as just things that they put in their body but it's not. It, toxins are much more than that. And it's, uh, that, that's, yeah, we'll definitely get into that because we need to realize that when people hear the word detox, a lot of them think of, you know, just, you know, putting a bunch of herbs in their body and doing like a bowel blowout. <laughs> but that's, that's not even close to what I think of, uh, of a detox as. Um, and we have to sort of reframe what people uh, perceive when they hear the word detox, because it shouldn't be that. Uh, and that's unfortunate because a lot of people immediately, they just are, you know, they're forced away from it. They're sort of uh, deterred from detoxing because they think that they've been led to believe that it's a bowel blowout, but it's, it's not. One of the main sources of toxins for sure, without a doubt is TV uh, technology um, radio and, uh, you know, government information in, in a lot of cases. 
fear-mongering, uh, promotion of the consumption of toxins, you know, mind control, convincing people that you're doing the right thing, you're doing your part, all of those things. Th those are, are very manipulative messages that can really sort of intoxify the brain and your perception of things around you. So one of the things you want to do when you do a detox is clear your mind. And when you clear your mind, you have to get rid of those distractions that convince you to think other than what you are designed to be thinking, the, thinking about the most important things in your life. And so we have to turn off the TV and we have to turn off the radio and you have to either eliminate or reduce social media in, uh, in your efforts in detoxification. Otherwise, your, your mind will be too full and distracted to actually carry out the rest of the detox because you need, you need your mind. You need, um, when you're focusing on yourself, you need time, effort, and focus. And with all those distractions in our life, uh, we simply can't do that. A detox, put really simply, is getting rid of distractions for your body and your mind. When you do that, you, you can see things from a different perspective. Your body operates the way that it's supposed to operate. You will heal the way you're supposed to heal. Um, you don't get stuck in these, these physiological um, toxic conflicts. Your, your body will, sure, you, you might still get sick or go through a, a stressful time in your life, but you can resolve it quicker because your mind is clear and your body is clear and it operates the way that it should operate. You have more energy and more vitality. And, you know, there's so, there's so many benefits to detoxification. Maybe I'll just kind of list a few for you. Sure. Um, these are all just based on what people have given us as far as feedback over the last um, 10 years. So definitely increased productivity and energy. Like that's, that's one of the number one points of feedback that we get. Uh, fat loss and, you know, shedding excess body weight, uh, improved digestion, better sleep, sharper brain function and recall, uh, the elimination of, of constipation and the improvement of all, you know, functions of the, of the bowel. Um, lighter and brighter eyes. So like the whites of your eyes actually get whiter when you when you detox and people notice that and they actually write that down in the feedback forms it's really interesting and that's one of the common ones uh getting rid of addictive behaviors glowing skin clear glowing skin um people feel like they have a deeper sense of peace and calm and a better uh immune response these are all like the those are the most common feedback points that we get um, when we do our survey after each detox. So those are pretty powerful. You know, you pretty much everybody will lose weight when they do a detox because fat is actually one of the most powerful, um, uh, it's one of the most powerful tissues in the human body. And it's the most effective at preventing exposure to toxins to your, your vital organs. So it, it's a protector. That's what fat does. So if you're full of toxins, your body is going to use fat to protect. It's an amazing tissue. So, you know, people beat themselves up for 
or being overweight or being fat. And they, they sort of demonize that fat on their body when, when really they should be thanking it. Because without that fat, you know, your organs probably would not be operating the way they are. So they, they play a very vital role in, uh, in overall health. And if you actually take a look at the rates of obesity in uh, developed nations, like let's say here in Canada or, or in the U.S., like it's skyrocketing out of control, but so is the consumption of toxins and the exposure to toxins like electromagnetic radiation. You know, and when, when you're exposed to all of those toxins, what is your body going to do? Well, it's going to create more fat cells to protect your tissues and your vital organs that wow. keep you strong. So that is an amazing thing. But the cool thing about it is, when your body doesn't need it to protect your cells anymore because the toxins are gone, then it goes away. It sheds. It's amazing. So some people report like losing, you know, 20 pounds in a month after their detox because their the body doesn't need that fat anymore. So it's just kind of melts off. It's, it's pretty amazing. I'll just give you some stats here about, uh, the consumption of chemical preservatives and food additives. And a lot of people don't realize this, but like these are all the chemicals that are in like fast foods and, you know, the store-bought grocery store foods that, that are uh, shelf-stable and all that kind of stuff. Most, the average, well, the average Canadian consumes more than four pounds of these preservatives and food additives every year. It's like four pounds of this stuff. You know, on top of that, most people don't get enough sleep. They don't get enough exercise. They're exposed to massive amounts of pesticides, electromagnetic radiation, cosmetics. Almost everybody now, um, almost every adult uh, consumes pharmaceutical medications. Uh, there's quite a bit of air pollution. I wouldn't say that would be the main source of toxins right now, uh, especially compared to all these other ones, but it is a big one. And of course, stress uh, being a, a major a major toxin because of how it affects your physiology. So there's no wonder that people are worried about their health and they're sluggish, they're overweight, and you know they're stressed out because their their body is overburdened with all of these these toxins in their life. Yeah, that's such great information. It's so interesting, and I didn't have a clue about the fat, what that role played. So yeah, that's an incredible thing to know. Um, is there a prime time to detox and cleanse or is it good at any point? Like no matter what season, no matter where you are in your life, is there a better time than not to cleanse or? That's actually a really good question because um, yes, there, there most definitely is better times to do a, a significant detox. and. Um, yeah, I'll explain. There's actually two two really, really good times. And if, if you're searching on the internet and you're looking for a detox or a cleanse, you know, you'll see, you know, 10,000 different products that are available. And those people that sell those products will be saying, yeah, you can detox anytime, all the time, no matter what. And I, I couldn't disagree with that more. Um, there are very specific times where your body is is uh, has more capability and natural adaptation 
uh, which, which I always encourage people to focus on, and that's the spring equinox and then the, uh, the fall equinox. So it's usually around the end of March and into April when you is a good time to do a spring detox. And then in the fall, it's it's right into, into this time period that we're in right now, which is in October. So like October, November is a really nice time to transition and do a, a cleanse. And the reason that is, is that that's the time the equinox means equal nights. So it means that the nights are equal to the days. So your daylight hours are the same as the nighttime hours. And twice a year that shifts. So in the spring, that's when the days become longer than the nights. And what happens in nature, there, there becomes a, a point where there's enough sunlight that all sorts of biological things happen in nature and plants will um, start growing. You know, these perennial plants will, will come to life again. They'll, they'll come out of dormancy and the seeds will start to germinate. And there's a plethora of, of new energy in the air and all around us and in our food. So Mother Nature is giving us all these beautiful signals. And with more sunlight, it activates your body in a different way than when there's less sunlight. So if you adjust your lifestyle to align with that time of year and with Mother Nature, eating the right foods, adjusting your diet at that time, you know, uh, getting rid of toxins. It's, you know, it, it's always a good time to get rid of toxins, but to, to make a, a seasonal shift, especially with your diet, that's the best time to do it because you're aligning yourself with the signals that mother nature gives you. So the same thing with the fall, that was, I was talking about the spring there, but the fall is the same thing. Um, you know, what we have in the fall is the, the days get shorter than the nights and the nights become longer than the days. So with that, you know, plants actually go into dormancy. And as that transition is taking place, mother nature is actually doing some really amazing things like all of these uh, root vegetables, for example, or the perennial plants, they're taking their energy that was above ground and they're translocating it to below ground. So that's why, that's why root vegetables are, are very effective and nutrient dense. And they're really good to add into your diet for the fall and the winter because they become very nutrient dense. You know, and that's why I never recommend salads during a fall or a winter detox program because mother nature is not growing salads at this time of year, especially where we're at you know, in, in the Northern hemisphere here. So, you know, always eat based on where, where you live geographically and, and that mother nature in will tell you, and she will give you the signals that you need in order to determine what you eat and, and how you live your life. But that's why fall and spring are the best times because it's the biggest shift of energy of mother nature's happenings. So in the spring, you've got everything growing outwardly out of the ground. So that's a good time to eat more, get into eating more salads and greens and things that are raw and growing. And then in the fall, that's a good time to get into things that are, that are cooked and warm and have heat. And uh, they'll keep you warm, more, yeah, definitely more fats 
and uh, more bone broth and all those good warm soups and all that kind of stuff. So there's definitely those two big times. But when it comes to lifestyle toxins, that can be done at any time. You should always be focused on reducing or eliminating lifestyle toxins, which we can go through in a little bit here. But as far as changing your diet and doing like a detox, uh, getting rid of the junk foods and uh, moving into the seasonal foods that, that fit with nature, that should be done at those two times, the spring and then the fall. Wonderful. Thank you for that succinct description. That was such good information. And I love how nature always shows us, you know, we just have to be aware and look what she's providing. So right. excellent. So now the everyday environmental toxins and the things that we find in our households, like you said, we can eliminate, deal with those anytime and they should be. So can you list a few of the household toxins or even our personal hygiene? Like what do we find that we use every day? What are some of the toxins that are prevalent? Okay, right on. So there we could go on for days on this one, but what I'll do is I'll break it down into uh, a few different uh, categories here uh, and just kind of list a few under each category. And I, I'm taking this information from my toxins guide, uh, which is in the fall detox program. But yeah, I'll just kind of go through each category and, and explain it for you. So first of all, we have to realize that pesticides are everywhere, okay? Uh, pesticides are what's used in, in uh, industrial agriculture. Um, I used to work in the industrial agriculture industry prior to my life in natural health and holistic health. And uh, I mean, it's uh, at that time, there was a lot of pesticides being used in, uh, in all sorts of different crops. But here we are, you know, a decade and a half later, and that is magnified even more. The, the amount of pesticides that go onto field crops, vegetable crops, all of those plants that you're buying from a grocery store, uh, it, it's mind blowing. And there's different pesticides, there's herbicides, there's fungicides, there's insecticides. And in all of those, there's also a category called adjuvants. So adjuvants are the emulsifiers that mix everything together. And it's uh, a lot of people don't realize that uh, the role that adjuvants play in nature and in the body. The, the companies that sell, uh, all you gotta do is really follow the money when it comes to all of the toxins, um, because toxins make money. They, they make tons of money. And in every single category that I'm gonna go through here, you can just follow the money. You know, being healthy, there's no money in being healthy because there's no business behind being free and your body working really, really well because you don't need any of those things. So that's that's really all you have to do. But in the pesticide industry, there's huge money in it. Um, I'll just list a few pesticides here. Like you've probably heard of glyphosate. Um, glyphosate is the trade name is called Roundup. That's one of the trade names for it. You know, there's tons of research now that clearly links uh, glyphosate and th that chemical to a whole bunch of health-related issues, um, bodily, like organ dysfunctions, 
you know, men losing um, certain types of hormones or it affecting hormones in men and women, producing more estrogens, all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of things there. But yeah, I mean, there's tons of pesticides that are in our food that we don't know. We're just buying, most people just buy food from the grocery store. They buy grain from the grocery store. They buy bread from the grocery store, from the restaurants. And they don't realize that that's actually different food than what their great-grandmother and great-grandfather consumed. So if you go back four or five decades, the none of these pesticides that are used on crops today were used back then. Glyphosate wasn't even around. Mm-hmm. And we know that that's a major factor in the health of human beings. It's a cancer-causing agent, but they're everywhere. And they've become a part of, you know, they have lobby groups to and policymakers that actually put these things into practice. And so they encourage the, the use of these pesticides in modern farming activities. You know, that's the, the power of the industrial farming sort of complex. It's huge. So um, we have to find ways to reduce that stuff. It's, there's no question. There's tons of information. If you actually get the, uh, uh, the detox, it actually has links in the detox so that you can go and find that research and information to show you how it affects the health of human beings. But we can do a few things to cut it out. We can buy organic food. Um, you can you know, buy food from your neighbors and your local farmers and ask them how they grow their crops. You know, that's what we have to do in order to reduce the amount of exposure to pesticides because it's in the food. Mm-hmm. So that means you gotta know where your food is coming from. You can clean up your diet all you want and stop eating fast food and all those kinds of things. But if you don't focus on where your food comes from, you'll never get rid of the pesticides. So. Yeah, I can't stress that enough. I mean, when I was in the agricultural chemical world, that was sort of when the use of glyphosate as a pre-harvest chemical just started, which means they would apply glyphosate to a crop just prior to harvest so that it would dry it down. That was just, that just started then. Uh, Prior to that, you would swath your crop and let it dry down naturally and you wouldn't use a chemical to dry it down. So then when you harvested your crop, there would be no glyphosate on the seed. But that's not how it's done today. Almost every single acre of wheat and oats and barley and corn and soybean is sprayed with glyphosate right prior to being harvested. So we're actually consuming these chemicals in our flour, in the breads, in the pastas, and all of that kind of stuff. And that was never the case before. You know, go back, you know, two decades, and nobody did pre-harvest Roundup. It, It wasn't even a thing at that point. But that practice in agriculture literally changed agriculture. It made it much more efficient for farmers to get bigger, faster. It made the the harvesting process super efficient because they could spray thousands of acres at once so that all of those acres would be ready to harvest all at once. So they wouldn't have to wait. They wouldn't have to 
wait on the weather and all that kind of stuff. They could just uh, spray it and then go in and harvest it. So it made it easy to farm, but it made it really tough on human health. And that's a, that's a big pickle that we've got to get out of. Okay, so that's the, that's the pesticide thing. And the, the lesson there is basically just, just learning where your food comes from, getting in touch with local farmers, um, going to farmers markets and having that conversation with them. Or if you're buying from a grocery store, then at least buy certified organic because those ones won't be sprayed with those chemicals. With, uh, with like our detox program, what we actually do is we, we have a three-week meal plan. And, uh, and then we actually have all the recipes in there and, uh, and all the recipes make leftovers for the next day. So you minimize your cooking, but we have a really big focus on where you get your food from. So I, I give people like local farm lists, resources on how to find organic and uh, locally produced food or regeneratively produced food. So it's a big part of it. I think for the future, uh, that will be one of the most important things uh, that we as humans have to deal with is where food comes from. Yeah. Um, so the next thing are medications. You know, medications either prescribed or over the counter, they have dangerous side effects. Every single one of them has dangerous side effects and many are highly addictive. So these get in, in the way, they distract your body and your mind. And like I said before, that's what um, that's what detoxification is, is getting rid of the distractions of your mind and your body. So medications disrupt normal bodily function uh, for a purpose. I'm not saying that they're, they're all terrible. They might have a function that might be uh, applicable at a certain time for a short period of time in somebody's life. But um, without a doubt, we know that all prescription medication and over-the-counter medication have side effects and they are not good to use long-term. Medications have become one of the biggest causes of death, actually, in, uh, in developed nations of the world. So we, we have to try to limit medications. Now, when you opened up at the beginning, you had mentioned that, you know, we're always getting this messaging, this narrative about what to do, and they always tell you to consume the toxins, right? Well, that's definitely true with medications. And if you listen to the radio or you watch TV, you will see that in, in a one-hour block of uh, watching the TV or listening to the radio, you will get, at minimum, four advertisements that tell you to go to see your doctor uh, about medications. Um, it, it'll be about uh, either vaccinations or medications or illness or sickness or fear mongering of certain diseases, right? So it's all marketing to get you to take more medications. But again, medications make money. So if you follow the money, there are billions of dollars in medications. Well, actually trillions of dollars in medications. Um, for example, uh, the number one selling drug category in Canada are cholesterol-lowering drugs, which are statin medications. Um, you may have heard of a drug called Crestor or Lipitor. Um, those are examples of statin medications. And 
the, these drugs, they inhibit the body's ability to make cholesterol. Now, the idea behind it is that cholesterol is bad and we need to stop it. But there actually is no evidence of that. Uh, in fact, there are, there's plenty of evidence uh, for the opposite. And we do know that cholesterol is extremely important for overall health and for good health. We, we need cholesterol to be healthy. I have some resources in the detox program uh, linked to uh, cholesterol drugs that will blow people's mind. Because if you just did a little bit of research on cholesterol medications, you'd realize that it's one of the most dangerous medications on the planet. And cholesterol is a substance that's used in the body. It's made by the body. It's in every single cell in the body, and it's used to protect tissues. So essentially, if you're reducing your cholesterol, you are left to be very vulnerable to exposure to toxins. So it's, uh, it's very dangerous to be taking cholesterol, especially with all the electromagnetic radiation uh, we're exposed to these days. Cholesterol helps you buffer that stuff. Um, it's what all hormones are made of. So, you know, it's no wonder that one of the major side effects of cholesterol medications for men is low libido. Because in order to make testosterone, you have to have cholesterol. It's one of the demasculine drugs. It's one of those drugs that take men away from being men. So um, definitely we want to avoid that drug if we can. Um, blood pressure drugs. These are, these are another category of drugs. Um, there's lots of different types of blood pressure drugs, but these drugs reduce the pressure in your body. So, I mean, that's not good if you want to get nutrients from your digestive system to your brain <laughs> or anywhere in your body, or if you want to move the most important uh, part of the human body, which is water, through your interstitial tissue throughout your body and bring minerals to every cell in the body because those drugs reduce the pressure. So, you know, by taking those medications, you are, you're essentially not allowing your body to function the way it's supposed to function. So there's many different drugs. There's antidepressants, there's non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, which are, uh, they have, you know, a list a mile long of side effects antibiotics, steroids, and immune suppressants. The ones that really get my goat is the acid-blocking medications called PPIs, proton pump inhibitors. These are the uh, digestive drugs. They give these for acid reflux. Mm -hmm. um, so they literally prevent your stomach from secreting stomach acid, which is one of the most powerful chemicals in the human body that helps you digest your food. Without that stomach acid, it's very difficult to digest certain proteins. So if you can't digest your proteins, then you get undigested food in your intestines, which then rots and putrefies and causes more toxins. So it's just a wreck waiting to happen when you start getting on those medications. And then they become very difficult to get off of after you get on them because it's uh, your body starts relying on them and then it's really tough to shift away from them. 
there definitely are ways of doing that. And that's one of the, the big ones that I help people with in my practice. Then there's also vaccinations, uh, lots of different injections where in those injections, they have chemicals like propylene glycol, like PEG, like or polyethylene glycol. These are harmful chemicals because it allows uh, for chemicals to absorb into your cells and into tissues. So that's just the basics of medications. The next one is a really big one. It's personal care products. The, the average woman uses 12 different personal care products per day with a total of about 170 chemical ingredients. These are chemical ingredients. Wow. These are all ingredients that have patents on them that are, that are uh, you know, can penetrate your body and then your body has to process and metabolize these toxins. So it puts, it burdens your body. Even men, men use six products a day that contain about 85 uh, chemical ingredients per day. So it's outrageous, you know, from cosmetics to lotions, to soaps, to toothpaste. Like we use them all the time, every day. And again, there's money behind every product. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, businesses sell toxins. So I'll just kind of list uh, a few of these toxins that are in common personal care products. One of the big ones, propylene glycol, that's also in a lot of medications. Um, it's an emulsifier. So it's used, uh, it's even used in, in foods, actually. Like a, a big one is in salad dressings in the grocery store. They all need emulsifiers because they've got many different ingredients. So they put these, uh, this propylene glycol and it mixes all the ingredients together so that they never separate. And that's why when you look in the grocery store at like ranch dressing or Thousands Island dressing, you won't see any difference between the bottom of the bottle and the top of the bottle. The oils don't separate from the water-based materials. They're all emulsified together. And that's what glycol does. So it's used in medications because they need to put a whole bunch of different medications together. So it's got to be evenly uh, distributed. And same within personal care products. They're using many different ingredients, so they have to be distributed evenly throughout. So that's where propylene glycol is used. So soaps, shampoos, cleansers, uh, lots of different beauty products. Uh, it can damage the kidneys and the liver, and it can also cause neurotoxicity in children. It is just not good. Like this is a, this is a major toxin that is... You know, I talk about it all the time when I do our classes on digestion, but it is, uh, it's toxic for all mucous membranes. So your mucous membranes in your digestive system and in your lungs is actually liquid. And when you're consuming foods that have propylene glycol in them, well, it literally gets rid of that protective membrane, leaving your gut lining naked and exposed to chemicals in foods and all of that kind of stuff. It does the same thing at a cellular level. That's how it allows chemicals into tissues and into cells. It's a big deal. Uh, aluminum, uh, like a metal, it's used in antiperspirants really frequently. And you'll pretty much every antiperspirant will have aluminum in it. And it helps to prevent sweating. 
It's also found in some cosmetics as well. But, you know, it, it affects the central nervous system and it's linked to all sorts of different diseases, including Alzheimer's disease. But yeah, it, it affects the nervous system in a big way. Uh, there's talc, uh, which is a chemical used in, actually they use it in a lot of uh, drugs as well, but it absorbs moisture in baby powders, feminine powders and blush. And it's also used as a lubricant on condoms. So this stuff gets everywhere, right? It's linked to ovarian cancer especially when inhaled or applied topically. So, I mean, it's, um, it never ends. One of the things that, like I, was, I would say, if you're going to get rid of one personal care product today, the one I would say is toothpaste. Toothpaste is atrocious. It's awful. It almost always has fluoride in it. It'll have parabens, phthalates, fragrances, artificial flavors, um, all kinds of different things. But these things have to be eliminated, especially the fluoride, because it can accumulate in the body. It can inhibit thyroid function, uh, contribute to bone disease. It's a known carcinogen. We got to get rid of fluoride for sure. But it's in most toothpaste. If you go to the dentist, they're going to say, get your fluoride toothpaste. Mm -hmm. right? And everybody uses it twice a day. So you're putting this toxin right in your mouth where you absorb things right into your bloodstream twice a day. And it contains a plethora of these different toxins. So it's a good one just to, just to get rid of that one, throw that directly in the garbage can and simply replace it with a little bit of baking soda. Just brush with uh, baking soda, dip your wet toothbrush in a bit of that. And, and there you go. Bob's your uncle. Is it all right to buy toothpaste without fluoride and, and just buy like a clean brand? Well, sure. You betcha. I, and there are a lot of really good brands out there for sure. And that might be the, like the first step for a lot of people because they wouldn't want to go straight to a baking soda. Mm -hmm. so, and especially for the kids, because they might be used to those, you know, branded products like Crestor Colgate poisons. So they'll want, uh, they'll want something that's sort of similar in a tube or something like that. And there are some really good brands out there. I'll maybe drop a couple names here. Uh, Nuco, um, they're out of Calgary, Alberta. They're really good. Uh, there's Green Beaver. That's another good product. Um, but yeah, they're nice transitional products and they're very good. They don't have any of those nasty products in them. And sure. Chemical ingredients, but they'd be excellent. Yeah. It seems to me like with everything you're sharing, toxins are complete interferences to to our natural functioning bodies and our systems. There's just yep. they cause interference from being well, from being healthy on a physical level and on a mental level, on a psychological level. Every aspect is being interfered with the exposure to toxins. So what an incredible topic, like you've given us so much valuable information and I am really, really excited about your fall cleansing program or detox. I'd love to include a link in the show notes to your detox for this fall and uh, give folks an opportunity to 
do one if they haven't ever before. What would you say to the people who haven't ever done any sort of cleanse or detox and they're feeling maybe a little bit overwhelmed or they're maybe questioning whether they can do it or not because maybe they feel like they can never stick through something? What would you say to those folks? Just do it. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's always tough to, to make changes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always going to be tough to make changes. But the nice thing about uh, the one that we do, uh, it, it's already planned out for you. Like most people will tell you, if you ask them um, if they have a meal plan, they would say, oh, I would love to have a meal plan. And if I did a meal plan, it would make my life easier, right? Well, that's a good place to start. I mean, if if somebody wanted to just kind of clean things up a little Mm -hmm. bit, start your own meal plan. You know, that's what ours actually is. It's a meal plan that includes all the recipes, all the sourcing, um, our suggested sources of, of the different ingredients and things like that just so that you can go that extra mile if you want to. But it starts with the basics. It's just planning your day, planning your meals, so that your meals that you consume are not full of toxins. And they they suit the season. So they're not, you're not gonna be eating salads every day at this time of year. That's not a detox. That's not getting your body ready for winter and for the new season. That's sending the wrong messages to your physiology, you know, getting all of that raw, green, fresh food. Nowhere in nature right now are there a bunch of lettuces growing mm-hmm. and, and spinach and kale. It's not growing right now at this time of year, at least where we are, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, so you're going to have cooked foods. So if you make a meal plan based on all cooked foods, Maybe some nice casseroles, some nice stews, some nice chilies, things like that. Soups that are warm, easy to digest. You know, that would be a, a good place. You know, and people would say to that, well, you know, that's not a detox. That's just a meal plan. But that's what a detox is. It's eating the right foods at the right time so that your body can do what it's supposed to do. And it'll do the detoxing on its own. Mm. You know, sure, you can support that with, um, you know, the right herbs and the right teas. I always suggest a really nice tea called fluorescence tea uh, during a cleanse or a detox. It's just wonderful. Um, you can support that using activated charcoal or humic and fulvic acids. You can take a digestive enzyme if you want to help break down food. And if you do want chlorophyll, which I I would highly recommend during a detox, use a powdered chlorophyll or chlorella or spirulina, uh, something like that where it's already ready to digest and you don't have to digest all those raw foods. So do a powdered form, a really good quality powdered form, and then you're getting all that chlorophyll in without having to eat all the, the raw vegetables, which are very difficult to digest when there's not a lot of daylight. So, so it doesn't really align with that circadian rhythm very well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I would start with a, with a good meal plan that suits the seasons. You've simplified it a lot in that 
what we think about detox, a lot of us in cleansing, isn't about starving ourselves and, you know, depriving ourselves of food, but it's just aligning ourselves to what the season is providing us and uh, allowing our system to then respond to that food, what we're eating and responding in a way that supports us. You said as a result, we'll naturally cleanse and detox our bodies. So that's exactly. so fantastic. Such a yeah. perfect explanation. Thank you. Well, it, all it does is empower you. And mm. when you realize that you, when you treat your body well, it will, it'll serve you. Then you will just gain more and more confidence in your own health and your own ability to uh, facilitate that. And you'll know that you don't need, you know, 20 different supplements and 20 different drugs and 20 different doctor appointments to be healthy because that's actually the opposite of health. Yeah, let your body do it on its own. I usually do suggest doing a, a fast at the very beginning uh, just to kind of help activate those natural detoxification functions of the body uh, and clearing out the digestive system. And you do that just by simply doing a fast. Sometimes it's one day, sometimes it's two days, but it's uh, you got to kind of feel it out a little bit. Um, and intermittent fasting during your uh, during that cleanse time is sometimes very helpful too. But yeah, there's so many different tools where you can empower your body to uh, to detox all on its own. Wonderful! It's such a great way to take responsibility back for your health, isn't it? Just, it's not giving away your power anymore and feeling the need that we need to succumb to all the advertisements and the sort of propaganda really for the need to, you know, fill ourselves and our environment with things that just do not support our health and well-being. So, yeah. Yeah, it's taking back your, your health at the mm -hmm. end of the day. It's taking back control of your health because it's really when you're full of toxins and you're distracted in your life, you're actually not in control of your health. So you have to gain back control and you can only do that by eliminating some of the toxins and distractions in our life. Like we started at the very beginning, one of the major toxins that's in our life is the exposure to technology. And not just the messaging of the technology like you were talking about, but it's the, the actual vibration and the frequency of, of the technology itself. So the electromagnetic frequencies that can penetrate our energy fields, um, those, are, those are big deals these days. And if you listen to the, you know, the whole narrative out there, they're really encouraging the expansion of that technology, not the retraction of it, the expansion, because there's money in expansion of technology. So it's just another distraction, another exposure to more technology. You know, if they start bringing out the new, um, well, they already have like the new 5G technology, which is just massive toxic exposure for the human body, which is just more control over you and your health. So we have to limit exposure to that stuff. I always suggest people turn off their Wi-Fi router at night. Uh, don't have their cell phone in their room. Um, don't carry it on your body during, during the day. You know, turn off LED lights whenever you can. 
they're they're all over the place, and we know that they affect the nervous system again, just like all those other neurotoxins. So we have to reduce exposure to that in order for our body to operate and to for us to be in control of our health. Well said, Rick. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time to educate us here with all this information. And I know that I'm I'm excited to do your fall cleanse and just to kind of align myself to the season again with my meal planning. And yeah, there's a lot that I learned. I I always love doing these interviews with anybody because I always learn so much. So it's the case again with our interview today. I'm going to definitely leave a link in the show notes for your fall cleanse and. If you have any questions for Rick or myself, make sure you connect with me. My email will be in the show notes as well. Is there anything else, Rick, that you want to leave us with today before we end this conversation? Well, you know, I want to make sure that that it's uh, that we leave it on a positive note uh, because that's you know there's a lot of information there about toxins, and it might seem like it's just overwhelming, hmm. um, but really it doesn't have to be that overwhelming. You just got to start somewhere. And when you start somewhere like the toothpaste, for example, and maybe by making a meal plan, or if you want like to do our uh, fall detox program where it's all sort of done for you, then it's an introduction. It's a gateway to an interest to start to look down that path. Like, oh, well, maybe I could go one step further. Maybe I can, you know, totally remove coffee, you know, which is another source of distraction because of the caffeine. You know, maybe I can cut out my gum that has aspartame in it. And you you start learning more and more, and then you start taking it away. You don't have to do everything at once because that can be just too stressful for people. And I mean, your body can handle it. It's not like we're dropping like flies because of these toxins, but it does affect our health. And it makes us less adaptable. So we can handle it for a while, but eventually it's going to catch up to us. And we will start to have symptoms and all of that kind of stuff. But just start somewhere. Um, This is a great time of year to start doing something like this. So I'd really encourage people to, to get into that. Try find a couple local farmers. You know, go get a go get a local chicken, like a good roasting chicken from a neighbor, not from the grocery store. Find some beef from a neighbor, not the grocery store. Uh, Get some root vegetables from the farmer's market, not the grocery store. And start engaging in these conversations about how they grow their food, how they produce their food. And that, that gives you more interest in that food and in that topic. And that will lead to better health. Excellent. I love it. One step at a time. That's all that we can really do. And yeah, what a great way to not make it overwhelming and actual doable. You bet. Thanks, Rick. It was so great to connect with you today. Thanks, Tanya. Thanks for having me. That was awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune into this episode. If you found some value in it, please consider subscribing and leave an honest review in iTunes. I'd love to help get this information out to more people and go ahead and share it with a friend. You can reach and connect with me at tanyaverquin.ca or on the socials at tanyaverquin.